What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our latest episode of the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. I am Pete. This is Evan. And we've got some federal topics to cover. We're going to finish on a couple of local politicians. So, Evan, to start off, we're going to talk about Senator-elect Mitt Romney, who has written a scathing op-ed in the Washington Post, a former newspaper, discussing a lot of the issues that he sees with President Trump. Now, he started off the article by praising Trump, saying he's governed very conservatively. I'm really surprised. The tax cuts were good, blah de blah de blah de blah We do need more border security. I'm glad that he's making that a priority. But his morals and his ethics are not what we need in a leader, and he continued to personally essentially take a crap on President Trump. So, Evan, what are your initial thoughts about seeing this and hearing this from Mitt Romney, who, by the way, has not lost not one but two presidential elections, most recently to Barack Obama his last time around? Yeah, um, I'm not a fan of Mitt Romney by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, he's kind of he's what we call an entrenched bureaucrat. Your he's neocon. Su- yeah, um, he supported a lot of gun control measures back in the late '90s, early 2000s, and then completely switched. When it took, well, I guess it was about the time he probably decided he wanted to run for president. Well, it was, it was convenient about a, for him. It was a few years before, so it's probably when he decided I want to run for president in a few years. So I'm going to flip on the gun control so I can get more conservative votes. Mm-hmm. Listen, dude, you lost to Barack Obama. <laughs> Barack Hussein Obama. Barack Hussein Obama. Hussein. People, people claim America is the most racist country in the world, which is obviously absurd. Yeah, but we elected not once, but twice. A black man named Barack Hussein Obama. Yeah. Who was a horrible president, but we're not going to get too far into the shame of America that is Barack Obama and his possible transgender wife. But um, (laughs) I shower at least three times a day thinking about it. Yeah, but honestly, Romney, people did not elect Trump because he was presidential. They elected Trump because he said he would get the job done, because he was brash, because he was real, because he was honest. Mm -hmm. Listen, is he the most presidential person ever? No. Is he, is he a, the best diplomat ever? No. He's a businessman. He's been a businessman. And he's been a ruthless businessman. Yeah. But he's getting stuff done. The country's back on track. Gas is about $1.50 lower than it was underneath Obama. People are getting tax cuts. More jobs are opening up every single month. The country is going amazing. Like, just shut your mouth. Is he trying to run for president again? Most likely. I hope not. Because he's the only person, I, he's the only person who doesn't drink beer. That loses presidential elections because right. Trump doesn't drink either, but he won. Yes, and that, that's absolutely absurd. I didn't even know that he didn't drink beer. But yeah, moral of the story, I, I hate this because I hear it so much from people on the left too, whether it's friends, family members, just people I talk to about these things. They're like, you know, well, you know, Trump has done this. He's lowered taxes. The economy has improved for the most part under him. It's been a little erratic lately. But, but still. he's not presidential. Right, yeah, he's not presidential. He's not a good leader. Blah, blah, blah. First off, if stuff is getting done, that's good. And also, think about the Bill of Rights. Think about the Constitution. Think about what our founding fathers wanted for this country. Less government. He's cutting regulations. Now, the one issue that I do believe he needs to tackle is the budget and our deficits. Those are two different things. And those are two things that really need to be dealt on. And there are rumblings that he has said bad things about that. But, for the most part, he's done a very good job. 
And that's all that matters. You don't need someone to be the moral superior and the leader of the country. He's not the leader of the country in that respect. His job, and hopefully the job of future presidents to come, is to continue to cut regulations, to continue to minimize government, and to get back to how things were before FDR messed it all up in the 30s with Social Security and other entitlement programs and constantly probing the government into our lives. Yeah, and the biggest thing that people have to remember is that people did the same thing to Bill Clinton. Now, while I'm obviously not a fan of Bill Clinton because he was another horrible president and a giant scumbag and his wife is another giant scumbag, when he when he when when they were impeaching him and everyone made it all about the fact that he cheated on his wife, it had nothing to do with that. He was the possible impeachment came from lying under oath to Congress. The fact that he cheated on his wife, I don't care if the president cheats on it's not the best thing in the world, but that has nothing to do with him doing his job as president. Mm -hmm. It's not, it wasn't Pope Clinton and it's not Pope Trump. Yeah, it's never going to be president. That's what it is. I want you to do the job. Same thing. This is why people loved Obama because they thought he was this amazing person. He didn't do anything except for sow division and start a war on the police and raise taxes. And basically throw the country into complete disarray and chaos. And send $150 billion to Iran. And he sent a bunch of money to Palestine, too. Yeah, yeah never a good decision. Well, apparently the Iranian money was their money that we were holding. But the oh. money to Palestine, that was foreign aid. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, in any event, the president is not the moral arbiter of this nation. He was never supposed to be, unfortunately, in terms of, I guess, public outlook on the president, we've become more of a monarchy. The legislature doesn't legislate. It doesn't. Congress doesn't want to do anything. They want to create and further expand government with these stupid agencies, Environmental Protection Agency being one of them, which you would think, yes, the idea behind it is good, but they can simply legislate or delegate to the state and the local level, which is what they should do for these different national parks and areas. And the president is just supposed to make sure that they don't overstep their bounds, and then that's why we have checks and balances. But the president is looked at now as kind of like a monarch, like the king. And that's why so many executive orders go through that shouldn't. And Trump mentioned this the other day in a press conference. He's going to probably be forced in the next few weeks if the government continues to be shut down to sign an executive order that he doesn't have the authority to do. But because Congress isn't going to do anything because they want to save their face, they want to not give him anything leading up to 2020, uh, he's probably going to have to sign an executive order, overstep his bounds in order to get something done so that the 800,000 federal workers that are out of work do receive their pay because now, finally, it's starting to hit their pockets. Yeah, and you really hit, you hit it right on the head because what essentially the government does is mess everything up. Mm. And this is why there have been so many executive orders, especially starting with Bush, mm. when he sent troops to Afghanistan and then to Iraq was because the government doesn't function well. So things like the EPA, where, yeah, it's a great idea, but guess what? It's a government agency, so it is automatically not going to work. Same thing with the FDA. It's a good idea. Yeah, we should be looking at the drugs and other things that people are putting on the market, but guess what? It's a corrupt agency because guess what? It's the federal government. Big government doesn't work. This is why globalism is such a horrible idea, and I don't want to get off on a huge tangent about globalism today. But that's the same reason why we are for small government. Local government, fine. We yes. need government. We're not for anarchy. No. But the bigger, the more people that a government has to reside over and the more departments that it has, the, le- the poorer it functions. Yes. Because people, everyone has different ideas. And there's going to be more infighting. There's more likely to be corruption, which is why we need to keep government small, give more power back to the states and to local government. That's the only way for the government to function correctly. Yes, and and fortunately, for the most part, that is what Trump has done so far in cutting regulations, cut more regulations than anybody since Reagan 
which is good because Reagan. Reagan was the last president to even balance the damn budget. So that's something to consider. But again, his moral, ar- you know, he is not a moral arbiter. He's not the ethical leader of the country. He's just the leader of the country. And like Evan said, as long as he's getting stuff done in a positive direction, that's really all that matters. Now let's move on, and we're going to talk about Elizabeth Warren. She declared, I know, it's almost funny oh to talk God. about. Did you see that Trump retweeted the Daily Wire the other day? That was amazing. <laughs> so if you guys didn't see, he retweeted that she was one 2020th Native American and also running for president. It's funny. And she's a complete disgrace. Yeah, so but, it was Warren, what was it, one 120th, 20th? So I, 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 I truly believe, unless Hillary Clinton decides to try again, which the rumblings that she are and not, we don't know. Um, I would certainly hope not for her sake. Otherwise, she's probably going to commit suicide. Uh, but <laughs> it'll lose again. Uh, yeah, for the third time. <laughs> Shit. She's the biggest loser in politics. Yeah, seriously. Well, she's a terrible candidate. And the reason for that is because, A, she's a liar. She's a horrible person. You, you look at these videos of Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and all these Democrats who have talked about the need for border security. And then you, you look at what they say just a few years later because now it's convenient to say the complete opposite to try and screw over Trump. Hillary Clinton is the worst of the worst, and so is Elizabeth Warren. Her whole life, her whole career, both in politics and in education, is a complete and utter lie. So, we're going to talk about two things with Elizabeth Warren after she declared. First, that embarrassing Instagram video where she started an Instagram live chat, and she's, you know, just starting up. She's like, I'm going to get a beer. She's sitting at the table. No, no, it was more like, hold on, wait, let me get a beer. And then she came back with her husband, who looked like the most uncomfortable person <laughs> like, in the entire world. Do I even live here? Are we renting out this space, or is this actually our home? Oh my god, it was horrible. <laughs> and then she opens the beer, and she's just like, she just seems so uncomfortable. And you talk about like how Trump's not presidential, and that's the biggest argument from the left. Oh, he's a fake president. First of all, he's not a fake president, he's the president. But uh, he's not presidential. How unpresidential of it is it to go on Instagram... Crack open a beer when they all hated on Kavanaugh for for liking I beer. I know he was yep. an alcoholic and a deviant because of it. Meanwhile, CNN's all shooting tequila on live TV. And Anderson Cooper's talking about his wife, get, as, his mother, excuse me, yeah, getting nailed by Marlon Brando. You see Cooper's face after he took that shot. He's used to taking shots it's of like something a, it's else. It's like a gift now. It's, it's, it's horrible. All right, so yeah, go talk about unpresidential. To be that awkward in front of your Instagram followers. This isn't live television. This isn't. You know, a group of strangers. This is your phone. She's looking at her phone. And she, it's just like the most awkward and horrible thing. And I'm sitting there watching it. And I'm in, I'm at work. And I'm watching it. And I just start laughing hysterically. And I'm getting stares from the kids in the classroom. And they're like, what's going on? I'm like, nothing. Don't worry about it. Just keep doing math. But I'm just, just like, she's so awkward. I know. Well, she's robotic. And she's not relatable to people. She's led... You know, contrary, I mean, she did come up from rough upbringing, but she's used her fake sense of Native Americanism to jump to the top of the line in terms of academia, and then she used it in politics up until she finally got the test, and it was hilarious. But uh, she's robotic. Hillary Clinton was robotic. People don't like people who are robotic. Yep. People like the president, you know, regardless of what you think of his policy or anything like that, they like him because he says whatever's on his mind. May not always be the smartest thing, may nope. not always be the best thing, but you know that whatever he's thinking, whatever he feels, he's just going to say. And people appreciate that in this day and age. And unfortunately, you can see through the p- robotic political crap, like what she was trying to do. She's trying to be relatable by cracking open a beer and bringing in 
her husband, who she left her original husband for in like two seconds. She didn't even have the beer with her. This was like the most horribly planned video ever. That's like if we started the podcast and then like five minutes in I go, oh, Peter, you want a cup of coffee? Yeah. Hold on, wait, guys, wait a second. I'm going to go get Peter a cup of coffee. No, no, no. We can't prepare. Oh, yeah, we already did that. And look what I'm drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see, we, we, tears. we planned ahead. Yes. So we are already better candidates for president than Elizabeth Warren is, I, even though we're not old enough. And we're also both probably more Native American than Elizabeth Warren is. 100% Central and Eastern European Jew. Well, that's just yeah. awful for you. Now but, I, can't, I can't run for president. No, yeah, I'm not. No, you're never I, not enough intersectionality. Isn't it funny that the first, that the first, I guess, quote-unquote, non-Christian, non-WASP person that got elected was Barack Obama? And that's before a Jew got elected. Well, um, a lot of people think Al Gore actually lost because he had a Jewish um, vice presidential candidate. Yeah, I don't think so. No. Al Gore was just a piece of garbage. Yeah. And a, another horrible candidate. I don't understand how any Democrat... I understand how Obama got elected. He, listen, he's a very good public he's speaker. Charismatic. Very charismatic. I get it. He fooled everybody. Yes. All right. He fooled up. Well, we were like 18, so we were we stupid. Really, we yeah, did we did not, not know understand. anything. We, I knew nothing about politics. Yes. I'm but ashamed. he fooled a lot of people. And it didn't come until later in his administration where people were like, this guy's such a scumbag. We had that weekend where was it eleven police officers were killed? He was busy filming a reality TV show, so he couldn't make a statement. Of course not. No priorities, Scumbag. right? Yeah, eleven cops dead. No big deal, but uh, you know, reality TV—that's what's important. But anyway, so that was funny because she's just so robotic and she's such such. I don't even understand where she thinks she has a chance. Maybe a few years ago, before all, the 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 DNA test is really what screwed her. Oh, up. she's done. People aren't going to trust her. It's the whole Hillary thing. All the stuff with Hillary and all this other nonsense that came out with like the email servers and Benghazi. It's not nonsense. It's stuff she did. Yeah. It's nonsensical in the fact that she was a, did this and nothing happened to her. It. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, no ramifications when it was but, proven. Yeah, but to have all the stuff. Same thing with like Joe Biden. People want Joe Biden to run. There are countless videos of Joe Biden basically molesting children with a mic on. With so you a, can hear what with, he's with, saying. With a mic on. On TV during photo shoots. Oh, if I was 13 years old again. <laughs> oh, it's such a pretty girl. You look like my granddaughter. Uh, Listen, if you... It's no, no problem with a grandfather rubbing his granddaughter's head. You don't go up to a, a child that you don't know and essentially grab her chest. Like... While talking to the parents. What? I don't get it. Thank like, you for coming today as I grab your daughter's barely developed breasts. It's ridiculous. And people want him to run for president? You think Trump is unprofessional? I you think Trump is bad with women? <laughs> Joe Biden's molesting children in public. Yeah. I don't get it. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's funny who they're running and, you know. Who's called Kamala Harris? Oh, she, she has no chance. No. She's got too many skeletons in her closet, thank God. She's the most articulate out of all of them, which she is, is pathetic. But she's a moron. She's an absolute moron. The grandstanding in the Kavanaugh hearing was pathetic. Know, out of this world. Like, Same almost as Corey bad Booker. as Cory Booker's. Cory Booker I'm trying crocodile tears. I am Spartacus. Fuck off. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Elizabeth Warren still with her tweet. So, three days ago, she tweeted, and I quote, Over 7,500 people in Massachusetts have been sent home or are working without pay during the hashtag Trump shutdown. Until at real Donald Trump reopens the government, I'm donating my salary to at HIAS Refugees, a nonprofit that helps refugees and makes our country stronger in the process. Dumbass, dumbass alert. Dumbass alert. Let's poke holes in the logic. So, you make 
a semi-valid, and I say semi-valid because 800,000, I'm sorry, if you're a federal worker and you're not getting paid, I can understand how difficult that is, but 800,000 people out of 300 plus million is not even 1%. It's not no. right. And she's, only, yeah, <laughs> and she's only talking about the people in Massachusetts. So she's only talking about some, about 7,000 people. Okay. So instead of maybe donating her salary to them, who might actually need it. Because, oh my God, know, that'd be a great idea, Peter. Did she do that? No. She's donating it to a refugee group because somehow but, but that makes why? our country better. Why would she do that? It doesn't make any sense. Well, she it, claims that it makes our country better. It has nothing to do with the issue. Also... I, don't, I really don't understand the left's, left's obsession with illegal immigrants and refugees. There are so many homeless people yeah. in California alone, but there's so many homeless people, homeless children, homeless veterans in this country, but they don't care about any of them. They care about the people on welfare because the people on welfare have enough time to go out and vote because they don't have jobs. Uh, that's but, sticker. But they don't do anything for to help veterans. They don't do anything for homeless children. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't understand. Their thing is always people who aren't citizens of this country. And listen, we all know they're trying to import more voters because they're losing voters by the bundle. Mm-hmm. Okay, they are. It's it's happening all the time. And next week we're supposed to have Kalik Rodriguez, who is part of the Black Conservative movement. Very excited to have him on, and he'll talk more about that when he's he comes young on. too, right? Yeah, he's sixteen. That's nice. Yeah, and we're gonna have a um, comedian who I actually worked with at a summer camp named Jared Lee Wiseman. He's a liberal, but he's he's actually what I would consider a moderate liberal, and it's very funny. He's told me a lot about his experiences going to a liberal college and trying to be a comedian and basically getting booed because he makes jokes about liberals. Because everyone knows liberals can't take a joke. Seriously. Unless it's about Trump. If it's not about Trump, they can't handle it. If it's about yeah, if it's anything about themselves, they get offended. Yeah. You're so one of the main points of comedy is you you have to be able to make fun of everyone and yourself. Mostly yourself. The South Park method. Yeah, if you can't make fun of yourself, if you can't make fun of one side of an argument or whatever, then you can't make fun of it at all, period. It's just not funny. That's why SNL is failing. And that's why a lot of comedians today are not funny. That's why late night shows are not funny anymore. They have their nice bubble of people on the coasts. But outside of that, no one else watches or cares because they're just morons. Jimmy Kimmel's not funny. He's never been funny. Neither is Jimmy Fallon. No. He sits there laughing at his own jokes. Jimmy Fallon has talent. He can sing. He's got a whole bunch of stuff. He's, he was good in movies. He's good in he's movies. Not, he's not like a late he's night, the, right. not a monologue type guy. Like right. I don't want to listen to him talk. Yeah, he's not an improv guy. No. Um, with that being said, so Elizabeth Warren already, I, she has no chance. The fact that she's even throwing her out into the ring, it's just like a Hail Mary pass. That's it's never a, going dude, to It's come a money-making scheme. I guarantee you. Or she'll write a book about it. Right? Yeah, she'll write a book. Or these, you know these you know these, these these entrenched politicians, they skim money off of those accounts that people donate money to. It's all about making money. That's why you have these people who know they have no chance to win. They run. They get money coming in. They get their name out there. They write a book, like you said. It's all nonsense. Elizabeth Warren, go back to your TP and just shut your mouth. Well, it's not a real TP because... I know, it's made I'm pretty plastic. sure I'm more Native American than she is. I think she got it at Walmart. And speaking of, of skimping those funds and stuff, Beto O'Rourke never returned any of the excess funds that he nope, had. Nope, and he didn't share it with anybody because nope. guess what? Socialists only want your money. They don't want to share theirs. Yep. Hey, that's why Ocasio-Cortez has not donated any of her salary. Yeah, of course not. Well, it's, it's so difficult to... 
you know, afford an apartment in D.C. My brother affords an apartment in D.C. right now. He makes 60 grand a year before taxes, and he's paying almost two grand a month. If he can do it, she can do it, because she's making three times what he's making. Her right? first paycheck, she, well, she waits two paychecks. Well, she just got sworn in. But two paychecks, you can easily get an apartment. It's ridiculous. And she gets paid, because, you know, these, these uh, officials in Congress and the Senate... That's part of the, exactly. the the necessary functions of government. So therefore, they continue to receive their paycheck. So they're not the ones affected. No. And like we said on the la- last week's show, she did say one smart thing ever, and that was that she and her fellow congressmen and women should not be paid anything. They should not receive their checks. It should go to the people at TSA and other areas, law enforcement, who are not getting paid right now. Yeah, why well, understand? Why would you not pay the military? You could you could pay. It's non essential. It's, it's the number three it's, thing. It's the military. It's the number. They three are responsible thing. for national defense. It's the number three thing in our federal budget. The number three thing, and yet that doesn't get funded, <sighs> but our Congress does. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's insane. Um, I want to touch on real quick just that there was legislation introduced to impose term limits, yes. or there's been written. By Ted Cruz and someone Rooney, I forgot his name. Yes, but they are trying to get term limits set for Congress people, which would be amazing because it would keep people from becoming entrenched politicians That's like Pelosi. Schumer, Pelosi, Waters. These people would have a limited amount of time to do damage or even just to try to fix things, and they could work with other people who are incoming and stuff like that and mentor people. But it would limit people like Maxine Waters just being elected over and 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 over again. Yeah, it's just brand recognition. That's why Schumer keeps getting elected. Yeah, because they recognize his name and they don't recognize his opponent because he's got such a war chest built up over decades of being terrible. And then this new incomer, whoever it is, cannot possibly outraise him or outfund him. It's just, ugh. Anyway, yeah. all right, so moving on. We're going to talk about Bernie Sanders, who, while he should have probably gotten the Democratic nomination in 2016, they don't seem to want him, mm. which is good, because he's a giant socialist. Weasel. Give me all your money. So if you guys hadn't heard, earlier this week, or I think it might have even been towards the end of last week, there were accusations by former staffers on a 2016 presidential campaign staff that stated that they were treated terribly, they were sexually assaulted, and all these different things. And when he was interviewed on television, his response actually was terrible. It was, it was a little busy running a presidential campaign. I didn't really know what was going on. But we're going to meet and we're going to address it. Is and he yeah, Greek? I don't give a shit. <laughs> Well, that's Bernie Sanders Greek. What? I don't know what he is. He has a weird accent. <coughs> He's a Vermont. That's not a. He doesn't have a Vermont accent. He's like, come here, money. No, no, that's that's more Nixon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Bernie Sanders was busy sticking his hands in everybody's wallet to notice that people in his own campaign, who you know claim Trump is such a horrible person, were sexually harassing their own people. Oh my God! Wait, people on the left do moral signal calling. But then do extremely immoral things. Harvey Weinstein. <gasps> oh, oh my God! Bill Clinton. <gasps> oh my God! That's, 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 I am that's, shocked. Yeah, I didn't think that could happen. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Mm. Joe Biden. Yeah, <laughs> that, I don't. Uh, I mean, it's out there already for Biden. It's not obviously in mass yet. If he oh he runs, he, 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 that's why he's not going to run. He yeah. won't. He won't. And he's the only one with the shot. In all honesty. Because he can appeal to those swing states in the Midwest. And, pe- and people who really loved Obama would be like, well, we get more Obama policies. Be like, yeah, let's ruin the country all over again. Yeah, let's, let's undo what all the good things that have been done. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad that finally things are coming back to bite him. I'm glad that his party doesn't want him. And I'm glad that there's turmoil in the Democratic Party because, let's face it, um, Nancy Pelosi was reluctantly allowed to become Speaker. If you recall, after the midterm elections, a lot of the newcomers did not want it. They wanted young blood. They wanted fresh blood in there. And these are also people, obviously, who were just as radical and socialist as they are. Well, you have the woman in Michigan who got sworn in and then was draped in a Palestinian flag. Absolutely. Michigan, you, Michigan, you fucked up real bad. Yeah, do you, you want to know what's funny about that one? I forget her name. But I it's heard... Something I'll... Idi Amin or something. Whatever. Nonsense. Yeah, she'll be gone in, uh, in four years. But, uh... Or two years, whatever. Two years. She'll be gone in two years. But in her office, she has a map. And where Israel is, she has a post-it that says Palestine in place of where Israel is. I don't, I don't understand how... Listen, we're not, we don't subscribe to identity politics, but as a Jewish person, I am very much a supporter of the state of Israel. And I don't understand how any Jewish person could vote for liberals who clearly are backing Palestine and Hamas. And Palestine and Hamas, their only goal is to destroy Israel and kill all the Jews. Literally on their mission statement, on their website. That all, is their mission They statement. want to kill all the Jews. Yeah. I don't, like, how in good conscience you could vote for a liberal for any seat in Congress is absolutely ridiculous. Especially ones who support Palestine. And female genital mutilation, apparently, yeah. that other one who married her brother. In Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's just, it's just bad news from them. And, you know, they, they like to pretend, again, you know, we talk about this all the time, it's, it's true, and I talked about this on my show on, on uh, Wednesday, they like to pretend that they're the moral arbiters of the country, that they're the pulse of the country in terms of ethics and values and things of that nature, and then you always find out that what they support and what they do, whether it's behind the scenes or even blatantly out in the open, is ten times worse than anything you'll hear from a conservative. And, and again, it's not to play identity politics in our favor, but it is true. The hypocrisy on their side is ridiculous. But, yeah, what was it? We talked about it, the UC Berkeley, the Gays for Palestine group. Have you seen gay people in Palestine? I no, because they murder all of them. That's like an oxymoron. Yeah. The gays in Palestine. That's like two words. That's like water and oil. It doesn't mesh. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Or how they talk about a hijab is women in pa- is female empowerment. And it's, then these women are being stoned to death for improper dress because they're not wearing the hijab. Yeah, and they just got the right to drive on their own in Saudi Arabia. Like, last year. Oh, my God. I mean, have you seen my mom drive? Uh, it's okay. not good. Look. Yes. Sorry, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I doubt she's ever going to watch this. Uh, she listened to one episode. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, so now, moving on from <laughs> an old socialist to a new socialist. So, our favorite kind of where I just came from, and I hate it even more. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, according to CNBC, she floated a 70% tax on the wealthy to pay for the Green New Deal. Now, fortunately, most of the establishment politicians in Washington want nothing to do with the Green New Deal because it's way too radical. And it's impossible. In 10 years, they want to get rid of all fossil fuels. They want to replace it with sustainable and renewable energy. They think it's going to create millions and tens of millions of jobs. Again, more Democrats just living in the land of make-believe. I don't understand. It does. It does. You can't just How do these elected? things. They think that they live in this world where if we just try, we can do it. No, maybe in 25 years, maybe in 30 years, maybe in 50 years, mm-hmm. in 10 years. Al Gore told us 20 years ago that we'd all be living underwater by now. 
I, like, it doesn't make any, like, this stuff is all nonsense. It's really ridiculous. They live in this land of make-believe. It's the same thing with people like Michael Moore, who, um, what was that documentary, Sicko, where he went to Cuba? Mm-hmm. So he takes these sick people to Cuba, and they're like, oh, my God, we have access to all this stuff. Oh, my God, and it's so cheap. But guess who doesn't have access to that stuff in Cuba? Cubans. The Cuban people. They have no access to any of this stuff. Hmm, that Cubans. sounds vaguely familiar to our illegal immigration problem here. They get to the front of the line to all of our entitlement and welfare programs while actual American citizens and legal immigrants to this country do not. If Cuba was so great, they wouldn't be coming here on a floating door. Yeah, literally. That's how Jose (laughs) Fernandez got here, and sadly, that's almost how we left this earth. Uh, That was terrible. It was a boat. It was a boat, Peter. Yeah, well, you know, floating door, boat, same difference. But yeah, look, and yeah, great picture. But yeah, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, again, she wants... The rich to pay a seventy percent tax rate. So she tried to explain, well, it's a marginal tax rate. And only seventy percent. No, she's like, it was only after you get past like three or four million dollars. Excuse me, if you work that hard and you're that successful that you're making seven, eight figures a year, you do not deserve to have seventy percent of that money taken from you. Because then, and we've talked about this. There's an acronym. I talked about this on my Wednesday show. In, in Sweden, the Nordic countries called NAVs. These are people who are guaranteed money from the government who choose not to work because for the marginal amount more that they'll make after taxes by working, why should they bust their ass to make five to ten grand more when they can get five to ten grand less without doing anything by the government? And you know what they'll do is people who are smart, if I'm set to make like $8 million and if $8 million is going to get me 77% tax... But $5 million is going to get me a 40% tax. You know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to report it. I'm not going to report it. I'm going to find a way to split my money. And I'm going to keep more of my money. Yeah. They don't, people don't understand this. You don't become rich by giving away all your money. No. This is America. If you work hard, you build something, and you make a ton of money, you deserve to keep it. Yes. I'm sorry. People who sit on their ass deserve nothing. We've said this before. People who are disabled, people who can't work, people... You know, people with Down syndrome, all these other things. There yes, exceptions. They, they, these are the exception to the rule. We are talking about people who sit on their ass because they're too lazy to go get a job because they've become part of the generational welfare state started by FDR. And I, I kind of... Further by Lyndon B. Johnson. Yep. Who was a giant racist and only signed the civil rights movement begrudgingly. Um, and then immediately started a welfare state for African Americans in this country. But people don't, you don't get it, that people, you should, you don't, you don't deserve anything. Nothing is, should be given to you. People always like, people have a right to healthcare. No, you have, you don't have a right to healthcare. You should be able to, uh, their healthcare should be available to people. But there is a price for everything. Nothing is free. Nothing should be handed to you except for your basic human rights. We have freedom of speech. We have the right to bear arms. We have due process, right to privacy. We'll stop there for now because I don't want to keep going. I do know the con- I do know the Bill of Rights. Yes. People here are going to start getting real mad at me, but I do know the Bill of Rights. <laughs> but those are things that are guaranteed. You are guaranteed basically safety and freedom. That is it. You are yeah. not guaranteed income. You have to work. We've said it once, said it a million times. Governments where the you depend when you depend on the government, the government decides who lives and who dies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Capitalism is the only, only, only economic system. That has ever lifted anyone out of poverty. Mm-hmm. Capitalism, uneven levels of wealth, socialism, communism, equal levels of poverty. Aside from the politicians who have all of the money. Exactly. And all the power. Well, that's how you end up poor, because they yeah. take all your money. 
Yep. And then you have to eat your pets. I don't want... Oh, I don't have any pets anymore. Yeah, Rest in know. peace, Charlie. And yeah. Charlie, too. Yeah. And Charlie the cat. There was a cat named Charlie? Yeah. Well, that was the first Charlie. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, we're going to finish up today's segment by going over something that got a lot of traction. So, Evan wrote two blog posts earlier this week that got... Many hundreds, if not one of them, is probably close to a thousand likes and shares collectively yeah. by now. And this was about Andrew Cuomo. And there's a whole lot of stuff not going on well with Andrew Cuomo. So why don't you walk us through what you wrote about and why he sucks. Okay, so I'm basically now an expert on Andrew Cuomo. But essentially what happened was well, there's two major stories with Andrew Cuomo. Um, the first one was that... What was the first one? I know what the second one was. Let's go to the second one. Go to the second and maybe they'll okay. jog your memory. So the second one that I wrote was about that. Um, so the Democrats in New York State, unfortunately, have taken both chambers of our of our Senate, both the Assembly and the State Senate. Um, but the one good thing that might come out of this is now that they are aligned, they are taking a look at Andrew Cuomo. Because even New York State Democrats don't like Andrew Cuomo. That's That's hard. Absolutely ridiculous that he, I, it, we, this, um, we're not going to talk about him getting reelected. The fact that people didn't go out and vote still pisses me off. Yeah. But we'll, we'll fix it in 2020. We, yeah. got, we got this. Uh, uh, let's touch on something quickly because we saw a lot of comments on both posts in this about how could people reelect him? And then people point out, well, you know, only seven out of 62 counties actually voted for Cuomo predominantly. The rest of it was all red, but because of the city, we can't outvote the city, we need to leave the state, and blah de blah de blah Guys, you don't understand how few people voted in this state. We didn't, have, we didn't even have like five or six million voters total in the state for the governorship. I think, I think it was about five, maybe five and a half. Yeah, people it wasn't even six. But people always complain there's eight million people in New York City. Cuomo didn't get 8 million votes. Yeah, nobody got 8 million. There weren't even 8 million votes no, to be had 8 million, in the I don't even think, I, doubt, I don't think 8 million people voted for governor. So, I doubt it. So, taking that math and actually looking at the numbers, if Republicans were not so apathetic, or conservatives, you don't have to be Republican, maybe you're a libertarian, maybe you don't identify with the party, but you do believe in the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and you're, you're a constitutional conservative like we are. If... You just went out there and vote. Whether it's for the SAFE Act, we're going to have uh, Jeremy Messina on to talk about that in the near future. Whether it's about any of the other, the DREAM Act, which is going to go in, hopefully. Oh, that, that was part of the first part. Yeah. Um, and many of the other failed policies is, even if you're one policy voter and you're voting against him, just vote against him. Unless you split the ticket, which did not happen. Because Molinaro, he, uh, I think Cuomo got just under three million. Molinaro got like one and a half million, like on the nose. Then everyone else got between one to three percent. Yeah, Sharp got nothing. There wasn't which enough, is, which is awful. Yeah, there wasn't enough votes on the conservative split ticket to even make up the amount of votes. So no. even if every conservative who did vote for governor Vote's had voted for Molinaro, he still wouldn't have won, yeah. which is pathetic. Because we've talked about this before. There are four million gun owners, in, registered gun owners in New York State. That makes you sat on your ass, and now you're allowing Cuomo to push the Safe Act Two to take more of your guns. It's on you. It's on us. If we have to be out there voting, we have to be active. And we see this on the page all the time. People are like, we cannot vote New York City. Can't vote New York City. New York City doesn't vote. Yeah, they don't go. Everyone in this state has become apathetic. We need to take advantage of the fact that the liberals have become apathetic Good. and they're not voting. We need to get out to the polls. I hear it all the time. Republican votes don't matter. Conservative votes don't matter. They don't matter because you don't go out and vote. If you don't want to vote, you're an American. That's fine. Yeah. But if you 
you don't want to vote and then you can't complain when Cuomo comes and takes everybody's guns and you're pissed off about it because guess what? You didn't do your part to fix it. Uh, 110%. Now, you, you, we need to get out there, but we need to spread the message. It's 2019. We just started 2019. We have over a year. We have almost two years, actually, because you don't vote till November yeah. in 2020. So we have almost two years to get the word out. We have a lot of great guests coming on. We might we might even have, whatever. We might even have Larry Sharp coming on. In the that would future. be awesome. Uh, I'm in touch with this PR woman. We're going to see what happens. But we are pushing to get people. We're going to have Vicky Palladino on in the near future, who's, who's a, uh, what was she, a state congressional candidate? She was running for state senate. Yeah. So a state senator, senatorial candidate, who's a great candidate, you know, and Justin is trying to get her on, and we have... We have the content information. We've been in touch with these people. We're setting things up as we speak. We have so many great people. Kalik Rodriguez, as you mentioned, is going to be coming Very excited for next that. week. We're going to have you know, a comedian, a liberal comedian, for, for once a liberal on the show that we can go back and forth with. I cannot wait to write the floor. I'm just kidding. I'm not going. To, uh, I'm probably going. <laughs> no, he's nice. He's actually, like I said, he is probably the only moderate liberal that I have met in the last three years. Yeah, which is rare, especially for someone in our age group. He's like a unicorn. Yeah. Like Porzingis, but not constantly hurt. Exactly. Well, but, he, he is constantly hurt. He's in terrible shape. Yeah, well, yeah, what can you do? Yes. But, but, but moral of the story, Cuomo is bad for New York. Every time we write about him, or we talk about him, we do anything about him, guess what? We get a bunch of leverage, a bunch of common shares, and that's because he's such a, he's such a uh, what's it called? Scumbag. Yeah. Well, he's a scumbag, but... Dirtbag. Yeah. More Piece of that. trash. Well, that's the same thing. Gum that I stepped in in the subway. Okay, I'm not, the word's not coming to me, but all those word, all those descriptions do apply. But more of the story, he ignites people. That, that was what I was looking to say. He ignites people so much, with so much anger and animosity because of his policies and what he's trying to push in the future that we need to get out there. We need to stop him. And the only way to do that is to come together, get out there in November, spread the fucking word. I mean that that's all we can do. Buy a wristband. Yeah, wristbands. And 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 help us out. Help us for the message. We just broke four thousand followers and like and likes on our page today. And probably by the end of next week or the week after, we're gonna have five thousand. And it's just gonna continue to spiral. And we're putting our own money, our own sweat, our own blood into this because we believe in this and we believe in it so strongly. We don't wanna leave New York. A lot of people have. We lost eighty four thousand people between who came in and who left. Just last year, and it's only getting worse. With a bluer state assembly, it's just where taxes just going to go up. Terrible property taxes are going to go up. We're going to have our rights further restricted. We need to get out there. We need to vote, and we need to vote these people out before they do too much damage over the next couple of years. So we got very, very sidetracked from the Cuomo thing. Mm. So what we were talking about before is that. So the um so the state Congress. The Assembly and the Senate said that they were going to look into Cuomo and any um, allegations that he was doing things improperly or committing any type of um, corrupt corrupt acts. dealings. You know, things that Cuomo definitely yeah. does on a daily basis. Hmm. So Cuomo came back and said, you, well, you investigate me, I'm going to investigate every single thing that you try to do. Mm-hmm. That's really a good idea. It's your party. You're they a Democrat. Your own party. And they're saying he's trying. He's looking for a 2020 presidential run. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he's a worse candidate than he's Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. In New York State. He's oh not God. just... It's not split down the middle or even slightly against him. He's hated. He literally... This guy literally hates America. And I remember what the first, what the first article was about. And it was about his, the pardons that he did. So he pardoned over 30 illegal, um, illegal immigrants and criminals. Well, 22 illegal immigrants and then 9 criminals. 
Um, people who were serving, a lot of them serving violent crimes or drug-related crimes. A lot of the illegals were facing deportation or block citizenship due to these crimes. And he just set them free. Yeah, you know, it's fine, aggravated assault. There you go. They've go back changed. on the street. They've been in jail. Attem- for- attempted murder? Go ahead. You're good. And uh, we actually, I actually called him out on one of them is that one of these guys who had a secondary role, meaning he was there and active in the crime but didn't pull the trigger. Sure. In a drug deal that went sideways where two men were killed. Mm-hmm. And this guy is currently in prison getting his PhD. And I said the guy was getting his PhD on us. We are paying for his PhD. So, Peter Pelota, some genius whose name is Ada. 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 Who took three chances. Yeah, if you go on our website. Three at, chances. Yeah, go on our website, EmpireStickAndServeNetwork.com forward slash blog. The title of the article is Cuomo Continues to Disappoint. And, uh, yeah, this took this woman not one try, not two tries, but three tries. First, she couldn't even spell Evan. Then she got... It's an easy name. I have the easiest name. Then then she got two E's in Evan before and before you, but before is spelled incorrectly. And then, this ridiculous thing. Do you want me to read it? Or are you having trouble seeing it? Oh, well, I can read it. All right. So, she goes, Evan, before you make your comments on the media, try to educate yourself. Spell your, yourself wrong. Yourself is, is spelled wrong. And you. also, um, not commenting on the media. I'm commenting on Cuomo being a terrible, terrible person. Mm. Not just a bad governor, but a bad person. Mm. Um, PhD something are not free. I think they meant degree, but somehow... It's horrible. Horrible. It's ridiculous. Not even in prison. We have to pay good money for... Bolus? Bolus? What is she... PhD stiffies? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Literally, that's what it says. Listen, Ada, I don't know what line of work you're in, but if you're dealing with PhD stiffies, you need to call your mother and apologize. Many, many few thousand dollars. Dollars for like D O L L A S. A lot. So before you go around saying things you don't know, educate yourself. Fistrate. She meant first, but she spelled it wrong. Fistrate. Then you can talk. PhD are not free. Not even in prison. My God. Okay, so first of all, the guy who we're talking about has been in prison for over a decade. Mm, Two decades. Two decades. Okay, what money does she think he has to pay for a PhD? What money do you think that prisoners have to pay for college degrees? Oh well, they get federal funding. Thank you. We are paying for it. Yeah, federal funding comes from taxes. It. Besides the fact this person is completely incoherent and must have been either stoned or extremely drunk while trying to write this, they're extremely misinformed. Yes, I know PhDs aren't free. I know college isn't free. I paid for college. I'm currently enrolling in grad school, which I'm going to have to then pay for. Okay? I know PhDs aren't free. I have several friends who are doctors. Okay? We know it's not free. But what money do you think this guy has? Who's giving a loan to a guy who might be spending the next 35 years in prison? No one except the federal. These are federal grants. So that money is coming out of our pocket. He is not paying for it. This is what people don't get, is that we're giving people like prisoners and illegal immigrants free things where citizens have to pay for them. Everyone just pay for your stuff. Everyone pay for their own stuff. I don't want to pay for your degree. You shouldn't have to pay for mine. If I choose to go to grad school, Peter shouldn't have to pay for it. It would be very nice if he did. But he shouldn't have to pay for it, so he's not going to do it. We we tried. I tried. Sorry. Um, But that's not the way that it works, okay? 
You want something, you pay for it. I would like to buy an AR-15. Is Peter going to pay for it? No. Damn it. I tried. Um, Maybe it's no. your birthday. Is the government going to pay for an AR-15 for me? Nope. No. But should they? They actually should. Because if you think that, that health care is a right and the government should pay for your health care, the Second Amendment is an actual right. So mm-hmm. shouldn't, this, shouldn't the government pay for me to have a weapon? According to liberal logic, you would think. Nah, see, I caught the But liberal- the problem is they don't have logic. But see, I caught the liberals in their own little web. Yes. Because now they can't tell me the government shouldn't be paying for my firearm. Why? It's a right. Well, it's actually a human right. It's well, in the Bill of Rights. Well, they, and healthcare isn't. So if you want to pay for your healthcare, you should have to pay for my firearms. Yeah, they don't believe in due process. Well, but see, that's the problem. That's they don't, how, but that's how you catch them. All you have to do is use their own logic against them because it's illogical. The government shouldn't pay paying for me to have a firearm. No. My firearm is to protect me from the government and from probably someone who lives over that way. Hmm. See, it's very easy to it's very easy to take down liberals' arguments because yeah. it's not based in reality. It's based like on emotion. Say, they live in lot. They live in this magical fairyland where. And money is endless, and the government will never try to murder its own people. That's what they thought in Nazi Germany, and Stalinist Russia, and, and, and communist China. China, and communist Cuba, and um, North Korea. There's so so many examples. Mm-hmm. Those are just relatively recent ones. It's ridiculous. People want more government. What's the most useless government body in the world? The United Nations. It's the biggest government body in the world, and they do absolutely nothing. Okay, so let's let's say that Iraq didn't have WMDs and they were just murdering their own people. Okay, for argument's sake. Okay. Okay. Regardless of facts, let's live in liberal lands. So okay. there are no facts. Okay? okay. Scenario: Saddam Hussein is murdering his people by the thousands, which he actually was doing. Yes. But let's say, okay, UN, you need to intervene. They didn't. Of course. We did. Yeah. We did, and Great Britain did, and a NATO task force did. The UN didn't send shit. Of course not. Because they are ineffective and they have places like Palestine and Saudi Arabia and Lebanon where all these people don't have rights and they just want to kill Jews and white people and Westerners. This is this is the world that we live in. You want globalism, but you don't understand what globalism means. No. Globalism means slavery. People in Europe are finally waking up to this. Finally. And they're actually leading their own... There might be revolution in France. They, <laughs> France might be in all-out war by the end of 2019. Not Maybe not even that long. People are waking up to this nonsense. German citizens, Swedish citizens, these people don't want globalism. They want they want to feel secure in their own country. As they should. Okay? It starts in your home. You have a lock on your front door. Not because you hate people that live in your neighborhood, because you love the people that live inside. It's the same thing. You... you Close the board. You have borders on your country because you want to protect the people inside from bad people out. Not everyone outside is bad, but there are bad people. Of course. Yeah, and that's 100%. And, and Trump had this press conference the other day going over that same thing. He had border security officers, all of them talking about the necessity for having some type of structure, whether it's a wall or a fence, whatever the hell you want to call it, and how, statistically speaking, it does work and that it is necessary to have that to maintain our sovereignty. And then the liberals always like to argue, you don't have one up north. It's because we don't have a problem with Canadians coming here illegally. That's not an issue. They're not rushing the border. Because Canadians are a bunch of babies who like to live off the government and don't care if they die or have to wait seven years to get a heart transplant. And generally speaking, even so, they have a much better quality of life than they do in Mexico and in South America and Central America. So obviously, those people want to come here. And like we talked about on last week's episode, if they can cut the line, A, and B, 
to still take advantage of all of our entitlement and welfare programs without putting a dime of their own money into the system that funds that. And if they fall in love or if they already have a, uh, a wife or husband and they have a child here, guess what? They're still to this day. They're granted American citizenship, the child, and therefore it makes deporting the parents who are not here legally that much harder. And it's a very flawed system. <laughs> and and it, it's, it's just... The liberal hypocrisy on almost everything, the more you think about it, is everything. endless. Everything, 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 forever. Yeah. It's, liberal hypocrisy. It's there not, is not one policy that I have had seen a liberal come up with that's realistic. Yeah. It's like, not. There's nothing. Oh, let's just go make the rich people pay for it. Why should the rich people have to pay for people who aren't working? Yeah. You don't get it. And what was the other one? It was um, minimum wage. You can't rent a two-bedroom house on minimum wage. You're not guaranteed a two-bedroom house or, or apartment on minimum wage. Housing is go not get a, right. a Go get a better job. Get a one-bedroom. I'm sorry. You shouldn't have had four kids if you work a minimum wage job. Yeah. Choices and consequences. That's the real world yeah. that we live in. And liberals don't want to live in that world. They want to be bereft of all consequences. And that's not the way it works. And there will be real consequences if we allow them to completely take over the government. Yeah. And luckily, even though they have the House, they don't have the Senate. And I think... That they're going to come back, the, the turmoil, like we talked about earlier in the show, between Pelosi and the establishment Democrats and the newcomers, I think that's going to do more harm than good in the 2020 election, not just for the presidency, but I think for the House and for the Senate. I, I think there's a very good chance, very good chance, that we take back all three branches of the federal government, which is great, but most importantly, we need to take back this state, which we haven't had in just about 30 years. And it, like we talked about, we can do it. We have the voters. You it's can like, do it. <laughs> cut these fucking head up. <laughs> but we have to. We have to get out and vote. You know, five. You know, not even six million voters total for the governorship and other statewide held offices. That's not going to cut it. We have the numbers. Like Evan said, four million gun owners. If every single gun owner in New York State voted against Andrew Cuomo, we'd have a different governor today. Don't End believe the news when they tell you that the state is blue. The fact that conservatives don't vote makes the state blue. We ha- we do. We have the numbers. You just have to get off your ass and yeah, vote. And There's so many polling places. Just go vote. Take the time. It's one day a year. Go out and vote. We can fix the state. Mm-hmm. Is it going to make it perfect? No, because they're Never. politicians, and most politicians are scumbags. Yes. But the point is, you ha- if you're just going to sit on your ass and complain, then this state is going to turn into California, and nobody wants that. California is terrible. They are losing people at an extremely high rate also, mm-hmm. and they're having, they have more crime and they have more homeless people than we do. That's yes. the biggest thing, is because these liberal policies lead to more unemployment, more homelessness, and more crime, mm-hmm. and it leaves the people defenseless. California has extremely strict gun control, even just absolutely ridiculous, and they have all these shootings. They've had all these shootings in the last two years, and they have the most the most strict gun control in the country. They have all these social welfare programs, yet they have the most homeless people per capita. So it's all nonsense. All these liberal run cities, Detroit, Baltimore, um, Chicago, all these places, they are crime ridden and they are covered in poverty. We have to. We can fix this state. We're lucky that New York City hasn't become that because I don't want to sound too ridiculous. But thanks to the NYPD and their aggressive policing, I know a bunch of NYPD cops. So thank you guys very much that they have been able to keep crime in check and they've actually been able to keep New York City as one of the safest cities in America. But that can't last forever. And it wasn't the case twenty years ago. No, and if it could, and only the fact that Giuliani came in and was extremely tough on crime is what really turned it around. Mm. But you see these policies coming. They want to have these safe injection sites for heroin addicts. Get the 
out of here. I Why am my money is that? Well, we don't live in New York City. But why should your money go so a heroin addict can go shoot up in privacy? It's absolutely ridiculous. I'd rather pay to open a rehab facility. Get them off drugs. Why are we pay? Why are we paying for a facility for them to shoot drugs when we can pay for a facility to get them off of drugs? Yeah. This is why government doesn't work. And every liberal, po- liberal fucking morons. If you live in New York City, how have you not voted out De Blasio? People don't vote because they think they're outvoted because they're listening to CNN and they're listening to all these mainstream media who are telling you that your vote doesn't count because you live in a liberal hellhole. It's not true. But people don't vote. And if you don't vote, then yes, we will live in a liberal hellhole. And you will make what they are saying true. But we can change it. We can fix it. Yes. And on that note, guys, please feel free to check us out. Evan's going to go through a laundry list of where you can find us online. But we, we still have wristbands. wristbands. We still right have them. See them? Really- ah. Oh, where's the state? I can't put my wrist in that direction. There it is. So we have these awesome wristbands that we got. And we only have about 15 left in stock. So if you want to take advantage, only $1.50 each, a dollar for shipping. So... Definitely take advantage of it. It's a limited edition. These are the first wristbands we're done. We're going to be doing other wristbands, but different design. Different we will have variety. shirts. We will have hoodies. Um, we're going to have those mugs coming in. So we, we do have more stuff coming in in the like very... This. Yeah, the very, very... With a red New York yes. here. So we're going to have stuff in the very, very near future. So it's not... You know, we had a bunch of stuff up for pre-sale. We wanted to see what you guys were looking for. Um, no one really decided that they wanted anything. But now the stuff the is, com- yeah, this stuff is coming in and it's coming in very, very soon. Yes. It should be in within the next week or two, uh, maybe three weeks at most. That's yeah, two weeks tops. Yeah. So we're going to replace the order right when we get off this. There, there you go. Two weeks tops. We're going to have this stuff up. We're going to have stuff with the logo, stuff with the slogan, a lot of good stuff, a nice comfy sweatshirt to keep you warm in the winter. I'm very excited because I need a new sweatshirt. Yes, you do. So on that note, guys, thanks again for tuning in and watching or listening. I'm Pete. This is Evan. We're signing off. We're coming at you on Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday with Kalik Rodriguez? Jared. With Jared. When Jared Lee Wiseman when is on Kalik? Tuesday. Yes. Kalik is coming next Friday. Oh, okay. So next yes. week we're going to have guests on both episodes. So on Tuesday, watch out for Jared. He's a he's a moderate Democrat, but a Democrat nonetheless. Comedian coming on. We're going to talk about different policies and things going on with him. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And then on Friday, we have Kalik Rodriguez, again, a 16-year-old. Good following on Instagram, and he's one of the leaders of the black conservative movement. But for that, have a great weekend, everybody. I'm Pete. This is Evan. We're signing off. Talk to you guys on Tuesday. Have a good one. Hey everybody, it's Evan with Empire State Conservative Network. If you like this episode, please subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and leave us a five-star review. Also, please follow us on social media on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY, on Twitter at Empire State Cons, on Parlay at Empire State Conservatives. If you'd like to help us improve our shows, you can donate through our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com slash donate. We also have some merchandise that will be coming to you soon from our website. If you'd like to work with us in any capacity, please feel free to email us at GetRedPill76 at gmail.com. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.